Hello and welcome to the That's My Sister show. I'm Tiara Whitlock and that's my sister, Lenora. Yo, yo. Welcome back for another exciting episode of the That's My Sister show. Today, we are talking about our wonderful world and the state of our wonderful world, a world in which we are still under a pandemic. People are still getting sick and hospitalized from COVID. And while that is yet going on, the World Health Organization just declared uh, monkeypox as a global health emergency. On top of that, we've had, uh, I believe, the first like confirmed case of polio in decades. Um, I missed that. Yes, we have. I'm the most concerned about the tur- <laughs> turkey shortage. What do you mean, no turkey? Tur- well, Lenore, right. We have a shortage of foods in our nation. Farmers have been sounding the alarm for the past several months about how there is going to be a shortage of different foods across our uh, nation and around the world. We're slowly coming out of, uh, what was it, the gas Ooh, gas yeah. went up it gas fell gas again gas. but that is due to the wars and rumors of wars that have been uh, raging in Europe Russia versus Ukraine put a damper on a lot of things over there um, it's just a lot going on in our yeah, world there's right? like a mass amount of dead fish because the waters are getting too warm global warming and we have um those fires that are happening mm. and stuff just like craziness happening like all over the world at, at one time like I remember um Independence Day I'm probably aging myself but they had this song that said it's the end of the world as we know it mm-hmm. and I pretty much feel like that song sometimes when I wake up in the morning like it's really what like the end of the world like this is not this is not normal it's just crazy well, it's becoming normal I think we're some of us are getting like desensitized to things because like every day there's just something new that is so outrageous it's just like well there's something else to add to the pile of disasters that are going on I know that's how I feel some days like even when they came out with the monkey pots when they first started talking about it I was just like hmm one more thing that we have to deal with. We're already wearing masks. Now, what is it going to be? So, yeah, that one is going to be putting on hazmat suits. Right. <laughs> and gloves everywhere. Now, we're already doing masks. Now, we're going to have gloves everywhere. <laughs> everywhere we go, we'll be wearing latex gloves. But, it, um, you know, just in thinking about whether we're at the end of the world um, as believers, you know, we have some signs and scriptures that point to what God has shown to be the markers for um, signals that the return is near, the return of Jesus is near, that the end is near as far as this phase in God's plan. And so just comparing it with what the word says, you know, Jesus said himself, 
that in the end times it would be wars and rumors of wars and so not to get fearful about what was happening but he also said in the same uh talk with his disciples he was like but this isn't the end he was like that's just <laughs> that's just the beginning so he talked about how you know after with the wars and the rumors of wars um you will be arrested persecuted killed hated all over the world because you are my followers and many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And so I, I know it happens overseas a lot more about people being um, arrested and persecuted because of their faith. I feel like because we're in America, we've been very blessed as far as that is concerned. We're not necessarily persecuted for our faith. People may hate us and may say things against you know, believers and the far right is not helping our cause too much. But um, yeah, we haven't necessarily been persecuted or killed because of our faith in Jesus. But I do believe that we have experienced a lot of people turning away from the faith and that hatred toward each other. Like these last couple years, I can honestly say I've never seen such like animosity between people, like not just in the political world, but like just in general, people are very mean and nasty for no reason. What do you think, Lenora? How do you feel in light of those things? Um, So I do feel like because like you said, like it doesn't happen in the U.S., right? As far as like the, the arrests and things like that, but the fact that it's actually happening is still a very clear mm. sign of the time, right? Like people are, I don't know if y'all remember, they were, uh, it w- I don't believe that it, it wasn't the Taliban, but there was a specific group of people that were like grabbing Christians and beheading them. Like, oh, right. Yes, I remember. That was, you about to die today mm-hmm. for your faith. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know, um, there were, of course in in other countries like the bible bible they had to like bake and bread and like they've been doing this stuff for years where they just pretty much right they have hidden hidden church because right as not, soon as they killed jesus they were they're pretty not much going into hiding yeah. right so in different countries there's different things as far as um the word and and, and the acceptance of it and um things like that and then just to for me like in reading these things and like seeing them actually coming true like the prophesied things coming true it freaks me out but it's like it's one of those things like my insurance card is my faith in god like Mm. (laughs) i absolutely believe that like if y'all don't believe it's fine but i would rather believe that and i don't just believe because i'm scared but I, I honestly have had my own personal experience with the Lord to where I know that God is real um, mm-hmm. and that, like, I I believe that, you know, he is the Lord and Savior. Um, and I believe the stories that are told in the Bible, although the Bible, I believe, is a is a we have a, a version of the telephone game. Like, I don't believe that this Bible is right, but that's neither okay. here nor there. That ain't got nothing to do. With me. Y'all know I'm strange. So, well, getting back to like what I'm saying, I feel like you guys need to research and like figure it out 
because this stuff is like really like what they're saying is true in this in the bible like a loaf of bread is gonna cost you like a day's wage like the fact that gas is six dollars when it used to be when we grew up five five dollars to fill it fill your tank like it's insane like I don't know Mm. I don't know how else to really um go about my life other than understanding that it could very well be the end and I think I have consciously since COVID made a decision um to like if this stuff is real then I need to figure it out right so like figure out what what are we figuring out just figure out like like what is my life purpose and like Mm. go go for the things that I know matter like time is too short time is like too short and so that's like me moving home um to be with my niece and my sister and my mom is something I would have never done in my 30s like in my early 30s I was like I'm never coming back to Chicago ever Mm -hmm. but like (laughs) You know, after COVID, I was really like, nah, man, I need my family because I feel right. like, you know, one day we might wake up and the lights don't work and cars don't turn on. and I'm going to have to walk to somebody's house or something <laughs> like, I don't know, but. Gotcha. See, you're <laughs> I, going apocalypse. Are we looking for Jesus to come back or are we looking for the apocalypse? What are we doing? Isn't that the same thing? No, oh, there's two camps about it, but sure. Um. So the end is feel? Jesus coming back. That is the end, the end end of the matter. But as people of faith and believers in Christ, like you said, you looked inward and you were like, what do I need to do to figure out my life's purpose and what I need to be doing? Should we be looking outward since we know it's the end and we know that Jesus is coming back? Should we be like screaming from the rooftops, repent and save yourselves? turn back into John the Baptist to help as many people as we can escape hell as possible? Or should we be looking to like, okay, what is my, how can I fulfill, you know, my goals or what? Cause I'm, I feel like the people that are called to do that are going to do that. Right. But in the same, but way, are we all called to do that? No. We're not all called to evangelize. We're not all called to tell the world. Didn't Jesus say, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature? And it was a general. It wasn't a specific person that he said it to. He said it to all of his disciples. That was his disciples. Are we not his disciples? No. I I mean, maybe. Maybe that's that. I thought it was for them. I mean, but it was his, his, they call it the Great Commission for a reason. It's, it's his last words to them before he was taken up into heaven. Right. He said, go ye into all the world to go preach the gospel. Right. And as we carry on the torch, is that not our goal as well? To make disciples of you're maybe saying I'm, we don't need to evangelize? Miss the light bulb on that. It's possible. It might be, Lenore. It just might be. I I'm just saying, know that. Well, I mean, we all have, like, we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. Yes. We can't just exist in our own bubbles and 
everybody else be damned. We have to, our lives should point to Christ. Right, our lives have... pointing to Christ and us going into the world to preach the gospel is two different things. Mm. But, I mean, if time is running out, shouldn't that be like something that changes our behavior? If I was in a house and I knew it was on fire and there were people in the basement, I'm not just going to leave the house and hope they get out. I'm going to be screaming like, hey, there's a fire in the basement. Everybody needs to leave. And if we know that this is, these are signs and indicators that the end is coming, that Jesus is coming back. Like you said, if you're thinking something's going to happen soon, then should you not be telling the people that come across your path, like, hey, do you know Jesus? Are you saved? You don't feel that that's your responsibility? I never thought of it that way. I, I, so I do shine my light through my witness and like I believe in saying like God is real and I love God but I've never been like the well, when I was a child I will say that I talked to everybody like when I, even when I was on a playground I would talk to everyone about Jesus like do you know Jesus? Mm-hmm. You should love him because mm-hmm. he's just a great God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and pray the sinner's prayer with me but as an adult I really haven't because I feel like I don't know, maybe I've been tainted and, you know, things have, have changed so much. Um, and maybe I need to revisit that because like, you know, the great turning away or which, as you say, like I get turned off from church sometimes because it's like, why are we preaching to people that's already saved? Like, what is the point mm-hmm. of this? Like, you know, like we spend so much energy on ourselves as Christians on each other. But it's just like, you're right. It's people out here that's hurting and lost. But I feel like the hurting and lost people experience God through me because they, like, majority of them know. Like, I'll have friends just text me sometimes like, hey, when you going to church, like, can can you let me know so that I could come with you? Mm-hmm. And I, like, it's just because they know I go to church. You know what I mean? Got or you. If they really going through something, then they, they'll text me and call. But it's like, because my life is a witness like I don't people people know I'm a Christian mm-hmm. um people know I'm a Christian by my behavior gotcha not by like you my... proselytizing all the time and yeah. I get that because like I'm not trying to say this like I'm out here evangelizing all the time because I'm not but I'm saying since we're talking about the emergency things that we're seeing should that be something that is more prioritized in our daily life since like if you truly feel like it's the end of the world if you truly feel that Jesus is coming back soon you truly feel like oh you know you need to figure it out get your life right for yourself why not since you know the truth and know what you believe why not do the push to help someone else come to that same conclusion because you know it's nice to have someone come to church with you it's nice to have someone call you and say hey I need some prayer but like when should you go that extra step to say hey have you ever you know thought about giving your life to Christ or getting to know him for yourself where you can pray you know yourself instead of having to call me, you know, where you have that, your own personal relationship. That's true. 
because really I mean, good. it would really, I, I it. it would suck <laughs> if, you know, we did live our lives like this and then you, you are correct. We are right. And then we wake up in heaven and it's just like, man, I could have helped so many more of the people that I know or care about or have come across to be with me here. They're not because maybe because I didn't open my mouth or maybe because I didn't that would suck. say something. So I don't want to, that's my thing. It's just like, if we because... honestly think that this is real, if we honestly believe in Jesus, if we honestly believe he's coming back and all of these signs are pointing to the, his imminent return, why are we not more pressed to let others get to know him as well? I didn't mean yeah, to take this left turn into being Sound like my daddy. <laughs> but I mean, it's that always true. did things that made you think, like, huh, I never I thought mean, about that. It's, it's, it's the truth. Like, if we honestly thought something that big was going to happen, why not? But I'm, I'm of the camp kind of switching gears like I feel like every generation goes through this at some point in time no goes through oh look at the world it's so bad and so terrible Jesus is coming soon so like our parents grandparents they had world wars one and two like they had a straight up nuclear bombs going off in the world they had Vietnam they had you know uh the civil rights movement slavery if you go back further and further, I feel like every generation has things that have happened, the Holocaust, like where it looks like things were so dark and things were so messed up that Jesus had to be coming back. So the I'm Holocaust, one of those. They were well, still looking for Jesus to come. Right. I'm just saying it was still a, a, a human tragedy. Millions of people lost their lives. No, yeah. But my thing is like, I feel like every generation has that moment where it's just like, oh, things have, because even in the days of the apostles, they had a whole lot of stuff going on that mirrored what Jesus said as well. So not to say that Jesus isn't coming back soon. I feel like that's why the word says no man knows the day nor the hour. I feel like we all like that um, song and um, in, uh, what is it, Ecclesiastes, like history is just repeating itself. It's all the same. Uh, I feel At like the end of the day, is, there's I nothing like new. Twenty-two compared to to 1776 is a lot different, right? But at the the to me, the common denominator is the same. You still have people betraying each other. You still have people going to war. You still have people mistreating and abusing each other. You still have people who are hungry, who are put out. And so for me. I so do live my see life. The world being another hundred years here. No right. Problem. I can see us being here. I can see us being here. And we as human beings messing up the earth. As far as Jesus coming back, I'm not sure that he's coming back like soon in that way where I'm that pressed. Maybe that's my own human nature in denial. But I do know him. And so like I'm good. But Again, yeah, I think I think my new I believe kids in, is the last generation. They're gonna be the last ones here. Well, they may be, and I think we should live our life like that. 
that's how we should live because the Bible does say he's coming like a thief in the night. No man knows the day nor the hour. And God forbid I'm caught sleeping at the wheel and I miss out on something because I'm so relaxed and, oh, he's not coming. Or, you know, even one of the scriptures was saying, you know, people would say this very thing. You know, what was it Jesus said? Jesus was supposed to be coming back. He's not, you know, he's not here. (laughs) So we can live how we want to live. So I don't want to say it like that, but I do feel like life is cyclical. There's always going to be another war. I feel as long as human beings live on this earth, there's always going to be some kind of tragedy. Jesus even said the poor would always be with us. So to me, it's just a different, you know, a different day on the calendar. And yeah, we may have some upgraded technology and different things, but I feel like 100, 200 years from now, the earth could be going through the same cycle. and. You know, having the same thought because like a thousand years to the Lord is like a day and a day is like a thousand years. So that word soon, you know, I've had many issues with that word soon because, you know, everyone's Jesus is coming back soon. My blessing is coming soon. Everything's on the way. So it's just like you're kind of waiting on God's time. No, it's not. But it's things that are repeated. It's not biblical. Well, we're not going to go down that. That's religious. Rabbit hole. It's not religious. It's it's things church people say. But those kind of sayings and you know, just waiting on the Lord's timing. How about kinda... wait? How about I didn't know what wait meant? Okay, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole either. Let's stay. Uh, okay. <laughs> but wait means to serve. It doesn't I mean know. to wait. I didn't know. I know that. that. Okay, but anyway, yes. So, you know, here we are, and but that's just my take on it. But either way, we all have been commissioned to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. So, regardless of whether I think Jesus is coming back in two hundred years or two days, I should be sharing His love with other people and not just his love, but I should be sharing the fact that they can receive his love for themselves. Right. And I feel like our podcast is a way to do it. We don't do an altar call at the end of it. We don't say the sinner's prayer so someone can say it with us. No. So technically it's not us being a witness. We're you know we're talking about our experience in our faith, but I don't know we're ne- we're not necessarily saying inviting someone to join you're right our faith if let's we would do, if you like to have a special episode now. where we do that <laughs> you're so convicted <laughs> you're like let's, let's go ahead minister lenora go ahead and uh i was not ordained you are <laughs> thank you very much we're all ministers of the gospel yeah, of jesus christ so-called all, saw me unfit so we are all ministers of the gospel of Jesus My Christ. Has her so go ahead and lead the prayer. Anyways, okay. Since the Lord laid it on your heart to do so. Uh, so for those so, of you who are listening. No, let me do it right. Now. Okay, go this ahead. This is my moment. My I apologize. Go ahead. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, if you if you ever wondered about like the realities of God and you 
you are like, what is this that they're talking about? End of the world, Jesus coming back. Like, like what is this stuff? Like, is that really real or not? Um, I always tell my friends or anyone that's curious about God to just ask God to prove to you that he's real and he'll do it. He's done it millions of times for all of my friends um, that I suggest this to. So I'm just going to suggest that to you guys. Like if you have questions about Christ, um, of course it takes effort, right? But just being open and just saying like, okay, God, Jesus, if you are real, don't, don't, don't prove it. And best believe you will have your moment with the Lord. Um, And so I say that to say, there is a really, really easy way to, um, to know about Jesus who died on the cross for our sins so many years ago um, and was resurrected with, with life and power because Jesus sent his son um, to earth for us. And it sounds like a, a fable and, you know, it was so long ago, but it was very real. And this actually happened. Jesus Christ uh, was crucified and rose again and was ascended into heaven. Um, and he left a footprint for us in that of us being uh, accepted into heaven is super easy. Just accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And to do that, you just say um, John 3.16 pretty much is a, a, a good footprint for that. So God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. So there is um, a quote unquote sinner's prayer that um, really is just confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that Jesus was raised from the dead and then you're saved, right? Like it's that easy. So you just confess like, you know, God, I, I confess, like I believe that you are God and I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. Um, and just saying that out loud, but also believing it in your heart, just from your personal experience, that moment where you said, like, Jesus proved to me that you're real. Once you believe that, you see, you be like, oh, oh, he is real. Okay. And then you say it out loud, like, okay, I confess that you're my Lord and Savior, and I accept you as that. And boom, pow, that's all it takes. And um it's an amazing life because from then on you have God with you in a way that's tangible for you to experience because he leaves his Holy spirit with you. Um, and that's really cool to experience. I've had a life with God and, um, since I was, I think I got say when I was two years old, my mom said, but I, I don't remember a moment where he hasn't been there for me and shown up for me in those crazy ways. So, yeah, that's the Lenora's version of the sinner's prayer. And welcome to the body of Christ if you've done this today. Amen. Thank you, Lenora, for offering Christ to our listeners. That was great. And I please, hope it was acceptable. I mean, it I was. Okay. It was acceptable. <laughs> 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 for your first. <laughs> <laughs> your first altar call this it was is why acceptable. I'm not a minister <laughs> but right. this is the one This is, people don't want the flowery words and the pretext they want the 
the honesty and the truth that you gave. So thank you. Thanks. All right, guys. Well, that was another wonderful conversation for the That's My Sister show. I hope you enjoyed. <laughs> do you believe that we are at the end of the world? Believer or non-believer, what do you think? If you're a believer, have you been shining your light and offering other people the opportunity to have the light of Christ as well? If not, why? Now is your opportunity. We've given you <laughs> we've given you the knowledge about it. Now you have to use it. <laughs> but uh, yes, thank you for joining us. If you've liked this episode, please uh, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Share it with a friend so they can listen and enjoy as well. Go to our um, our sites where uh, where we ha- house our podcast and listen to all of the other episodes if you haven't done so already. I really recommend last week's episode. People were really, really digging our conversation about yes, coaching. Yes, the feedback is everything. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Thank you all for your comments about that uh, conversation. Hopefully this week we'll have the same <laughs> the same response. But we will see you uh, well, you'll hear us the same time next week. Yay! We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.